Hello out there, you wonderful people. This is Andre, the Game Idea Guy. Thank you once again for letting me your time and your ear listening into another Gamer's Thoughts discussion. And I have a few different things to talk about today really quickly. And hopefully I'll be concise and to the point. Um, but, okay, what, what do I want to go with first? Let's go with Elden Ring and the Steam Deck because this is the quickest and easiest one to get out the way. Um, when I just did my last discussion about the info that came out about the Steam Deck, I had already basically said, hey, Steam Deck is running low wattage. That's going to be one of the things that's going to be a problem with some stuff running in handheld. And on top of that, it's running at 1280 by 800, which is not much more than what the Switch does. Now... We can go back and forth on resolutions and stuff like that. But if any games are going to be running at 30 frames per second, which so many people say is unplayable, then that should apply to all platforms. It should apply across the board. Now me, I'm not one of those that thinks that 30 frames per second is unplayable. Because I'm someone who sat through, sat down and played all the way through Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Both games running at between 18 to 22 frames per second on the N64. So I have no issue with lower frame rates. It's more about the responsiveness of the actions in the game and that's something that could be programmed for. You don't necessarily have to have a higher frame rate for that. That's one thing, one reason why people don't understand when they when they emulate Breath of the Wild on PC and they bump it up to 60 frames per second, it throws off some of the timing in the game because the game was built with that limitation in mind. So when you go beyond that limitation, other things get glitched out or changed because the timing is thrown off. Something that a lot of people didn't take into consideration something that people should take into consideration but this is not likely to be the only game that this happens with and for older games and stuff out there that have already been around for a while steam deck is more than likely going to blow through those games with no issue being at a higher frame rate at a lower setting the only issue that i have with it and this is i think what a lot of people would agree is if this is unacceptable on one platform and it has to be unacceptable on other others that's the whole issue i have with it but elden ring is one of those games that has poor coding no matter what the platform is and that's one of the things that from software gets away with that people don't normally complain about now, there are probably ways to fix that, but that would require them actually going back into their game and fixing it. Um, having multiple different games, I mean, not multiple different games, but multiple different consoles with different hardware specs that are all different from each other would potentially actually help fix that because it would require game developers to go back into their code look it over and fix it not something that is usual to today because pcs can brute force 
and Microsoft and Sony's consoles are definitely not too different from each other. Now the next item to be considered, and this is also dealing with the Steam Deck, it is analog drift. Because everyone made a huge deal about it being the thing with the Joy-Cons and Nintendo intentionally made the Joy-Cons drift. No, they wouldn't design it with the idea that the Joy-Cons would drift on purpose. Now maybe there were some poor choices in the quality of hardware for the Joy-Cons, but they were never set with the intention to drift so that people would have to get new ones. Because no company wants their longevity screwed like that. Think about the Xbox 360 and Red Ring of Death and how often that happened. And that, that's one thing the Xbox 360 was famous for was the Red Ring of Death. And people would often turn in their busted consoles to places like GameStop who would send them out and get them refurbished and, and didn't resell those. And those people would then go on to just buy new Xbox 360s. Many of them. Mostly I think it was what's past the expiration for the uh, warranty. And I don't know how much it would have cost to replace one at the time. So I think that 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 factored in um with that said analog drift can happen on any controller on any platform i mean me personally the last time i had any controller drift on me was my was one it was a gamecube controller that was the last time i had an analog stick drift actually i take that back it was ps2 gamecube and og xbox each one of those I think I had a controller that had drift on it but after that because I play my games a little bit differently I hold the controllers with a little bit less intensity it doesn't seem to happen or at least I haven't run into it outside of situations where I may have accidentally been holding the analog stick while turning on the console and then had to reset the controller um, but in general yeah I haven't run into that issue anymore so wear and tear factors into it now the saving grace for the steam deck is that you can pop out those analog sticks and replace them i think that the modular setup of the steam deck will be a benefit to it in this case but the problem is we don't know how much those individual parts will cost to replace them and that's something Valve has yet to really give information on. Just like with the dock to the Steam Deck. They haven't really given much information on it. So, yeah. that It's one of those things that's easily solvable. But we need information that just has not been put out yet. And that is going to be an issue down the line. Now the last thing that I want to talk about, and I do apologize for the um, the last thing I want to talk about is the Switch successor potentially being leaked. And as 
some of us know and didn't know. I mean, I just personally found out today, but some of us know. NVIDIA has been being hacked or was hacked over the weekend last week. I think it started on Friday. Or maybe it actually has started earlier than that, but news of it didn't really kick off until Friday. And as part of the threat by the hackers, they're going to be releasing information about firmware and updates to the systems and software and stuff. They're just releasing it to the public. So, in one of those leaks, NVN2 shows up. And NVN is the Nintendo Switch. So, that it could just be shorthand for NVIDIA Nintendo and then NVIDIA Nintendo 2. So, this leads people to believe, and I'm in most, mostly agreement here. Uh, that there will be a Switch 2. Not a Switch Pro, a Switch 2. But we also recently heard not that long ago that Nintendo was already preparing for the successor to the Switch. Not new information. Um, they start running over ideas for their new hardware the moment they launch, their, launch a, a console to the market. Again, not new information. None of this is new. The only thing that is new is that NVN2 has likely been an experimentation of Nintendo with DLSS. If that's the case, that would be pretty good. But I also remember talking something about it like a couple months ago because NVIDIA released DLSS through GeForce Now for GTX cards. I have it on my GTX card, my GTX card, my PC right now and can use it. I've turned it off because when I want to record stuff like record gameplay stuff on my computer, it changes the aspect ratio and the game will be running in a little corner on top of the screen and everything I've done so far to fix that has not worked but once I figure that issue out and I can turn DLSS back on I'll be able to run games with better performance and still get the same look generally that they have while I'm playing normally so it's still something interesting to look into it's interesting to see how they would implement it and a new piece of hardware because I doubt that this is something that they're, they're just pushing towards the Nintendo Switch currently though I do think they could I don't think it would be as effective which would be the big problem it wouldn't be as effective for the current Switch and it wouldn't do much and then they'd have to go back and try to update every game in the library in order to use it so it may just be fruitless to do it right now. But with the new platform, it probably wouldn't be fruitless because you could have each game created with it in mind. And I'm still leaning toward that new platform not coming out until 2024. So 
I mean, hey. Again, that's up to Nintendo for for them to decide on whether what they're doing. And if that new platform doesn't come out until 2024, I can still see the current model Switch being on the market up until 2027. And still having games that are made with that in mind as well. Maybe even have the games running, maybe one version of the games, but on the cartridges or in the, the download files for those games, they'll have a marker that tells you what hardware it's running on, and then those features will enact depending on whether or not you're running it on the current Switch or the successor. But again, this is all speculation on my end. I mean, I know it's possible. I just don't know if that's the direction that they're going or if that's the implementation that they're looking for. <coughs> but this does hint toward more stuff changing and a Nintendo Switch successor happening. Now, whether or not that successor is going to be a 4K machine, I have no idea. Nintendo could still go and say, hey, instead of pushing 4K, we're just going to go 1440p. And for those that don't know, 4K is 2160. If I remember correctly. I may be wrong, but I think it's 2160. Because that'd be yeah, 1080 times 2160. So. <clears throat> but 1440 wouldn't be a bad place to head because you still have the Xbox Series S on the market. And games have to be made with that in mind to be able to be runnable. So if that's their target, that would be smart. It wouldn't, it wouldn't dramatically shoot their cost up. And again, they'd have everything prepped and ready to go. Easily. And on top of that, wouldn't be much of an issue for third parties to translate games over. At least trying to keep the resolutions the same. Even though most games now use an adaptive resolution of some sort. But there's, uh, there's still plenty to look forward to and to sit and think about. But this leak has just kind of left a lot open to the imagination as far as speculation and such. So that's what I had to say on that. Um, we'll just have to see, wait and see into the future to see if I am correct on some of these things I'm thinking about or not. But that being said, thank you guys very much for listening in keep your eyes and ears out for more stuff from me and until the next time please enjoy your games peace out everybody